0: Coming up today on the Nosebleed Seats podcast with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo, we do a little Cowboys conversation discussing Dak Prescott's contract talks, and we go around the NFL with some of the latest news in the National Football League and break down an article from Adam Freakin' Shine.
1: Hint, it sucked.
0: So join the show everyone can afford to listen to, the Nosebleed Seats.
1: Yes, but before we get to the show, Walchuck, gotta tell our listeners about our fantastic friends over there at Lone Star Green CBD. LoneStarGreenCBD.com. That's where you go to get any and all CBD products. They got the tincture oil. They got the topicals. They got the bath bombs, Walchuck. Oh, the bath bath bombs. bombs. Yes. Dude, you've been using those things. I mean, you've never smelled so good. You're finally bathing twice a day now like every normal human being should, and you are just loving those bleeping bath bombs. They're making you feel incredible. The anxiety, gone. The stress, gone. The joint pain, gone. Inflammation, gone. It's a beautiful thing. Topicals, tincture, oils. Gummies are on the way, but right now the bath bombs, the topicals, they're selling like hotcakes. That peppermint tincture oil makes those burps taste fantastic. Yes. Walchuk, you love that stuff.
0: Yeah, the tincture oil is the easiest. You just drop it in your mouth. You just chill. It helps a lot with a lot of different things. You went through just a few of the symptoms that that bad boy can help go through, and there's no better place to go to get your CBD than our friends at Lone Star Green CBD. You just hit them up on the website, LoneStarGreenCBD.com. And you put in our promo code, NBS15. They're going to give you 15% off on your order. I know what you're thinking. There's a bajillion CBD stores. They're opening up left and right. Every corner I go to, I turn around, boom, another CBD score. Why don't I just go in there and get my stuff? they
1: f***ing suck, that's why.
0: They suck, and they're going to rob you, and it's going to be overpriced. CBD, Lone Star Green CBD, baby. They're going to give you and treat you for exactly what you need, and you get 15% off when you use our Freaking promo code: Lone Star Green, CBD.com NBS fifteen. It'll change your life.
1: It'll show up right to your doorstep. You never have to leave. It's a beautiful thing. Go to LoneStarGreenCBD.com and what do you do when you get there? Well, Chuck, tell them the nosebleed seats sent you.
0: It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone. Afford to listen to. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside my main man, Eric Chiafalo. It's the end of the week. It's time to party. It's a Football
1: Friday. Eric, how the bleep are you doing? God dang it, it's a Football Friday. First Football Friday we've done since the season, which obviously we do a weekly Football Friday because. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's a couple of football Friday guys up to no good. Yeah, Started we're making trouble in our neighborhood. We're football guys, and uh, we're we're NFL draft guys. And I I, I want to apologize to everyone for our mini-hiatus since the draft. Mini-hiatus? I mean, you know, look, we're just a little late in the week. Yeah, well, we did that. Well, it's just, you know, we do Some it. Some things are worth waiting for. It happens to us every every year. We get done with the draft, and we just get, we kind of go to a sad place, a little bit of a dark place Mini-depression, yeah. We miss it. It's, it's uh, We love the draft, but it's also bittersweet because it just comes and goes so fast. No one relates to that better than hate when that Rick happens. Pitino and Zach Wolchuk. So, uh, you know, th- those sorts of things, it-, it is a little bit frustrating, but we're back. We're better than ever. We feel good, and it's a football Friday, so I couldn't be happier. I don't know how you want to start, even though I have a pretty good idea of how you want to start. Well,
0: first things first, we are, of course, powered by the Pro Football Network. You That's a great follow point. follow PFN on Twitter, at PFN. Three sixty five. You can follow me at Zach Wolchuk, Z-A-C-H-W-O-L-C-H-U-K on Twitter. That is Eric Chiafalo at Chiafalo Sports, C-H-I-O-F-A-L-O Sports, Uh, as well as hit up and follow the rest of our podcasts on the Pro Football Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just search Pro Football Network. All the shows will be on there. You can follow at TempTheRat. That's George Templeton. He is the host. Of the Future is Now podcast, the rat, tempt the rat, baby, Jorge, best voice here at PFN, in my opinion. Yeah, we and also the best, have
1: just Mike in the world, the best mic? Yeah, it's just the sound quality, the overall. Are you are you di- are you dinging on a sound quality? No, it's it's the. Be- I was just giving. I don't know where okay. you're going. Man. All
0: right, or whatever you say. Uh, we've also got the Gridiron Throne, probably our newest show. It is our newest show. There is no probably with our main man Corey Ashburn. You can follow him at Ashburn. PFN. We've got the AFC North and Goal podcast with Travis Yates and Call Me SOS and Rising in the East with our King Kai, our podcast director King Kai Chisholm at Samurai Radio on Twitter and Eric Weedica. You can
1: follow him at Eric underscore Cam. Didn't we figure out that it was actually Weed Dicky? His last name it's Weedica. 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 You've
0: confirmed that. 100% confirmation. All right. Very good. Your names are just, they suit you and what your beliefs are. They're not actually correct pronunciations.
1: If you say so, pal.
0: Speaking of such, I have to respond to one of these podcasts. Tempt the Rat, George Templeton, had a good friend of ours from the Nosebleed Seats, Pro Football Network's own Ryan Roscoe. Dude... Don't do that. What?
1: You're doing it again. He has got on to me for the mispronunciation. Now you're going to jump out here and talk about freaking Roseco again. You're going to disrespect him. He said on our freaking
0: show. I know. I heard it It was loud Ross and clear, as in Ross keep keep from Friends. Rosco, and you want to keep saying Roseco. Yeah, what about him? You know what Roseco is? Yeah. It's actually a, a jewelry shop that I can buy sh- stuff from.
1: I had no idea who's yeah, in the jewelry business. Yeah, I go pick Roscoe Incorporated. I thought he was just a football guy. Turns out he's pretty well-rounded. No, it's Roscoe. I really had no idea yet. I'm going to actually have to hit him up about that. So hey, what about did he say? What? What's what's the big news? So they
0: were talking about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. You know, they did a whole NFC East roundup, which oh. is great. Wait, you know? are we
1: are we having,
0: are we we having about to... You want to do it? Are we having that? You want to have a little Cowboys conversation?
1: Excellent!
0: Yay! They're talking a little Dak, a little Dak talk. Yeah, so they get to the Cowboys portion. And uh, you know, I always appreciate it. Temp the Rad gives me a little bit of a shout out talking about Tristan Hill. You know, I'd mentioned Tristan Hill, and he was a player the Cowboys were probably interested in and, and would likely draft if He was there. That's your guy. At 58, he's my dude, the dancing bear. I love Tristan Hill. I think he's gonna be a phenomenal football player. Uh they also went into Dak Prescott's contract. And I can oh. understand.
1: Oh, the, Twitter has been a buzz.
0: Yeah, everyone's talking about Dak. And in fact, I even had Corey Ashburn from the Gridiron Throne. Big fan of the show. Uh, really, really supportive guy. One of the best people at the Pro Football Network. I love a good Ashburn. And Corey hit me up on Twitter, and he was actually tweeting one of our colleagues at 1053 The Fan. Uh, it was KT Kevin Turner, who we've had here to talk about the draft. Matter of fact, and, my
1: Ashburn's right now. What? KT's a great guy. Yeah, really
0: good guy. And then. It was a comment or a question revolving Sean Sharif, who hosts the morning show at 105.3 The Fan, Sean and RJ. And they were talking about, you know, what would Dak make and being a $30 million quarterback. And Corey basically just asked, you know, do I agree with what the tweet said? I said yes, but I knew I wasn't going to elaborate on it because we'd get to it here on the show. Now, first things first, Ryan and George, uh, you undercut most likely what... Dak is going to make it's not twenty to twenty five million, it's probably thirty million dollars is the new going rate for a starting quarterback in the National Football League.
1: Do you remember those words coming out of my mouth about six weeks ago when we talked about this on the show? Probably not. Conveniently, I'll go back and get the audio. Go back right, and get the continue. audio. What did you say? I said go ahead and toot your own horn. I here. said Dak's gonna get thirty million dollars. And what did I say? You said go bleep yourself. Did I? Yeah. Those cool. were your exact words.
0: I'm wrong. You're right. Love you. So, I can admit that, and I will give you your props when you deserve it, sir. And if that conversation did indeed happen, which I don't recall it happening, of course you don't. And that's uh, fine. <laughs> then, yeah, you're 100% right. Because, look, that was also before the Russell Wilson contract came about, which set reset the market completely. Totally. Russ gets 34, 35 million a year. And now, the thing with Dak is, it's like, look, you, you hear 30 million, and you think, holy schnikes, that is an astronomical number. And it is. But with the cap rising every year, and with quarterbacks now, Jimmy Garoppolo, who had started, how many games did Jimmy start before he got that contract? Six. six. Lucky number six. And he got, I think it was 27.5 and a year. Long tenure. So, hmm. Yeah, here's a quarterback in Dak Prescott, who started three years, won the division title two of three, been to the Pro Bowl two of three.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, Garoppolo was also out here snagging uh, the Stars. Oh, the porn stars! Listen, you said adult it. film stars. Hey, thank you. Let's be respectful here.
0: Absolutely. We uh, respect so he was—he
1: was—he was, was, was kind of—he was doing big things.
0: So because he's dating uh, an, an adult film actress or went out with one one time, he's and, clearly and she just spoke, upper echelon. she spoke glowingly about everything that he's got going on for himself.
1: That's when you knew he had the it factor.
0: He earned that. He and earned it. the deal. Yes. So because Dak has yet to dabble in those waters, he yet to have earned the deal. It's just the it factor. That's all. Huh. You don't think Dak has it? If there's one thing he's got, I believe it's it.
1: Well, we've seen we've seen photos of it, and I'd be lying if oh, I said I, I wasn't blacked, impressed. I,
0: you weren't impressed.
1: No, uh, you, if I wa- I said I'd be lying if I wasn't. Meaning I was. I think
0: it was a little hard to tell with all those pixels. Oh, it was.
1: It was. It was very pixelated. It was, and you noted that plenty on that episode. But I think again, Grobs Again, you brought out. up Dongs yet He's, again. Uh, and it's right. early
0: in the show. I mean, we're not even 10 minutes in. Eric Chiafalo bringing up a ding pick.
1: Listen, here's the deal, man. I always go pick for pick. And you mentioned it. I'm here. I'm self-aware. You just admitted when when you were wrong a few months ago about Dax 30 mil. I can admit I was wrong a couple weeks ago. It was when I six said weeks, I weeks. not a few months. Every freaking episode. Continue. Okay, so I
0: understand uh, where the thinking is. And the question marks regarding Dak Prescott. There's a lot there. How many question marks are there? Uh, I think there's a... there's For me, it's really just one, and that's consistency as a passer.
1: Yeah, as a passer, the consistency is certainly...
0: That's where the question marks are, because there are times where he can be wildly inaccurate. uh, He'll miss some throws. I mean, we saw it all last season where poor Michael Gallup is wide open. And we're talking big home run type plays down the field. And Dak will just overthrow him by three to five yards.
1: Not cool, man.
0: Yeah, it's not cool. Party foul. But there is also that side of Dak Prescott where he keeps you in the game. And it's within a possession in the fourth quarter, and that dude will win it for
1: you. It's the playoffs. It's down by the the red zone. He drops back. There's no one open. He scrambles on third and long to go get the first down. Diving, getting up, flexing right in front of the end zone, Big getting time. ready to go win the game. In the
0: fourth quarter against the Seahawks in that wild card round, he put the team on his back. To me, Dak Prescott has shown more than enough that he is a franchise quarterback. He's got all the intangibles that you want from a person at that position. And does he have some flaws as a passer? 100%. I'm not here to say that Dak Prescott is of the echelon of the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, the Brees, the Bradys, even the the Matthew Staffords. Yeah, sure. uh, Rosen is a much better passer of the football than Dak Prescott. The one thing that Dak does is he wins football games. And the one thing the Cowboys haven't shown an ability to do, and I've spoken about this many times. Well, shut up on the Nosebleed Seeds podcast and on air when, I, when I've when i had the opportunity 105 through the fan. And that is the Cowboys, ever since Troy Aikman retired, have not really been able to find a quarterback to step in there and be that guy. Tony Romo fell into their laps as an undrafted rookie free agent. That Quincy was on the cusp. No, Quincy sucked. Hutchinson
1: that, was, that that was literally the highest, right there. The I highest mean, uh, pick God, that they took Hutchinson. on a
0: quarterback was Quincy Carter. I think he was a third rounder.
1: And I'll tell you, Drew Henson was, I feel like, a play away. They went
0: through a bunch of baseball guys. Maybe
1: a play away from being a play away. It
0: was just disgusting. Then you had the t- Vinny Testaverde. And, and you love that hairy bastard.
1: You've gone on record saying you love that hairy mother bleeper. And I've gone on record Vinny Green saying Balls? he's the hairiest player to ever set field on an, you foot about on an NFL field. You talked about Testaverde's hairs. You did. yeah. His, his, I did not his body speak hairs. to any of that. No, you spoke to your likeness of him. I spoke to the hairiness.
0: Speaking of Vinny Testaverdi, you know what game was reshowing on the NFL? Network. Oh God, it's one that you'll like.
1: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, which one was it? it was a Monday was it? Night Miracle? Oh, the Miracle in the Meadowlands. Not whatever? one that you'll
0: like, actually. I'm
1: about to say that was uh, that was the opposite of a good. Yeah, night to the be Dolphins a dolphin. were up
0: big time, and then it came Vinny Testaverdi. Yes,
1: yeah, bringing Stroup, the old Jets Stroup back. Screw Testaverdi and the Jeets. That hairy bastard. The Why did you bring Jeets. that up? You brought it up. That was the. Oh God, that was such a sweaty, hairy evening of Vinny Testaverdi putting. His dong all over the Dolphins. Jason
0: Taylor was mic'd up, looking oh, he good was as ever. So pissed off. I was with the two badass corners, Patrick looking Sertan and Sam ever, Madison.
1: Theming on the sideline. That defense that was pretty darn bastard. stout. Jay
0: Fiedler was quarterback. Oh,
1: Fiedler. God, it wasn't a bad Fiedler Miami team. Years. No, man. We had it, we really had it going, but Testa Verde was not to be fooled with that. That night. second half was insane. Wayne Crobett, I think, had uh, a couple Wayne of Cribet plays.
0: And Lavernius Coles was on that team. Probably some Curtis Martin Curtis action. Martin, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Shout out to him, by the way. I think he just got his uh, master's degree in something.
0: Oh, good for you, Curtis. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Big-time big time guy. Either
0: way, going back to DAG, I don't have an issue with it. I think the Cowboys are going to pay him. If they can do it for under $30 million, great. If it is for $30 million, here's my thought process. When Carson Wentz signs his big deal, when Jared Goff signs his fat-ass deal, when Patrick Mahomes signs his mega, 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 oh, mega fat-ass
1: deal. You don't want to be anywhere near that thing. The The Dak
0: deal is going to look cheap. Yes.
1: Just like
0: all of a sudden DeMarcus Lawrence signs his contract, the Seahawks flip Frank Clark to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs sign Frank Clark to even a bigger deal than DeMarcus Lawrence got. So if you go ahead and you just get that deal done, once the other guys sign, Dak is no longer the highest-paid quarterback. I don't think he even will be. I don't think they're going to pay him more than Russell Wilson got or what Aaron Rodgers is making. But instead of being a top-three paid guy, he's now around maybe five to eight where he probably should be. So I don't know. We will see what the Cowboys end up doing. The other thing is, though, with all the contract talk, if you're Dak Prescott, why are you even in a rush?
1: I think you're in a rush because you might know that, well, one, you've been making on an NFL basis quarterback, like you've been making practically pennies over the last three, four years. Uh, so this is finally your From an NFL basis, yes,
0: but in terms of contract endorsement opportunities, and he's been in a ton of commercials, Pepsi, sure. yeah, Campbell's him. I Chunky he's Soup. Got a,
1: yeah, it's a soup. I didn't know if he had a yogurt situation as well. He's
0: got several. I think he's making decent money off endorsements, no doubt about that. From well, an NFL Cam, perspective. I think
1: Cam Newton's the yogurt guy. I think you're right. Yeah. From an NFL Greek.
0: perspective, you're 100% right, but to me the cases that I just gave of guys that are about to get paid that are probably going to make more than him – If I'm Dak Prescott, you're on a football team that's pretty darn good, and I believe in him, and I think he believes in himself, they're going to have a good year this year. Well, he's
1: also seen Alex Smith get railed out of a career.
0: Injuries. You sure, know, although Dak's been blessed, and, and with that big body, he hasn't missed a football game or been in danger of missing a football game in his career.
1: No doubt. I hear you. But $30 million and probably what's the guarantee going to be on that? It's going to be If frickin- it's an offer that they
0: like, take it 100%. But I don't, you know, if I'm Dak's side of things and I'm his agent, I'm in no rush to necessarily get this deal done. I believe in ourselves, much like Kirk Cousins did. And if Carson Wentz and the Eagles want to go ahead and work out a deal... And that dude ends up breaking the bank. All that's doing is helping me.
1: Yeah, if I'm the Cowboys, I think that sort of three-year, fully guaranteed Kirk Cousins sort of deal ain't a bad option. I think
0: that without a doubt, there will be a way to get out of that deal in, like you said, probably about three years. Within three years. It'll probably be front-loaded. They did it with Demarcus Lawrence, too. That's another situation where I think it it worked out to basically kind of a three-year deal of guarantees and then if something happens, they can get out of that thing by the back half of it.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you're the Cowboys and they seem like they're fully on board with paying this dude, it's just m- m- a matter of when, not if. But it's like, what's your alternative? Like, if you're not going to pay no, this dude, there's well, not what is alternative. your alternative? I can tell you as a Dolphins fan right now, you either get lucky and you have Josh Rosen lap upon your shores, or you're going and signing Ryan Magic and his donut face. And if that's what you want to do, go right ahead. But you guys have a Super Bowl caliber roster right now, and if you had to go just pick up some schlub quarterback in a random offseason because you didn't have a top five or top ten pick in the draft to go get a stud, well, what are you left with? I can tell you now as a Dolphins fan, you're not left with much. No, okay? and the Cowboy fans know that, too. Here's a list and of And the, the Josh Rosen situations don't just happen. Oh, 100%. Like, that's just one in a million. You're going to go get Tits Magic, and you're going to have him, <laughs> you know, bouncing around on your field for yeah. a few games and, and maybe doing well for about three.
0: Yeah. No, the list of quarterbacks outside of Romo and Aikman and Dak Prescott that have started for the Cowboys are Jason Garrett, Randall Cunningham, Anthony Wright, Quincy Carter, Ryan Leaf, Clint Sterner, Chad Hutchinson, Vinnie Testaverde, Drew Henson, Drew Bledsoe, Brad Johnson, John Kitna, Stephen McGee, Kyle Orton, Matt Castle, Brandon Whedon, and Kellen Bleepin That is, folks, the quarterback abyss. And this team's not going to be bad enough with Dak Prescott leading it to where you're going to be picking in the top 10 with a chance at one of these top guys. So the only way to go ahead and get yourself in position to get one of those dudes is a big-time trade you're mortgaging your future, and who knows if you even hit on that quarterback. So, for me, it ain't worth the risk. Sign Dak Prescott, deal with the ramifications later, but I think ultimately they're going to be more satisfied than they would be if they didn't have
1: them. What were your least favorite years of those quarterbacks? Was it the Brad Johnson years? I forgot about the Johnson years. Yeah,
0: Johnson had to step in for an injured guess who? Uh,
1: Tony uh, Antonio Romero Romo. Yeah, no, the the worst
0: years were definitely... I would say Anthony Wright to ooh, probably was, Chad Hutchinson. Oh,
1: yeah. That was a nice bridge like the quarterback. Anthony Wright,
0: Quincy Carter, Ryan Leaf, Clint Sterner, <laughs> Chad Hutchinson years were what pretty disgusting. What about the Sterner, Sterner years? Yeah, talk to me about the Sterner years. Well, Clint <laughs> Sterner was a former Arkansas <laughs> Razorback quarterback. Ooh, Not Watch out. Not very good. Not <laughs> yeah, very no. good.
1: Has there ever been a good Arkansas quarterback? I say no. Uh, Darren, Just off the top of my head, Lister, are You a, are you a Ryan Mallet guy? Did Darren McFadden play quarterback? He played some Wildcat. He, oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think uh, what was it? What was the big fullback? What was a big white dude Hillis? Was it oh, Peyton Hillis. Hillis? Yeah, Peyton Hillis. He Madden probably got cover. a couple Wildcat snaps. He might Maybe. come in at number
0: two. That was a fun Arkansas squad there with Peyton Hillis, Darren McFadden, and Felix Jones.
1: Close it down with a six-nine left-handed Ryan Mallet with a cannon arm. Who's got a beer Couldn't for place Ryan Mallett? It within a mile of a receiver. Yeah, those were the good days, man. Uh, I
0: think John Stephen Jones might be the next good one.
1: That's true. Shouts out. Highland Park. Hey, it is a Cowboys conversation. We might as well get it No doubt.
0: All right, let's move on to uh, you had – there was a quote that Stephen Jones had uh, and you wanted to play some audio. He's talking about the Cowboys offense. It
1: tickled my undercarriage a little bit. Oh, well, Uh, I love when that happens. Yeah, and so do I. Was it a feather under there or what happened? Well, it's just very rare that Stephen Jones is able to do that to me. You know, that twang, the hippo laws, the whole nine, He every blue moon will come out of the woodworks and give me something nice. And you know what he did, and we've talked about it. I mean, the Cowboys have playing, been playing a completely different sport offensively than teams like, say, the Chiefs uh, or the Rams, right, or, or even the Saints. Like, the, the Cowboys are playing your grandfather's offense uh, from, from the 80s, and they have been ever since Jason Garrett in that red face has been manning the sidelines clapping away. And it's been sad. They're running out. It's great. They run out four tight ends. They're all slow. They're all there to block. Uh there there's nobody going in motion. There's there's absolutely nothing. Well, occasionally if you've watched put a tight the Cowboys for 30 minutes, you could probably have about a fifty-four percent chance of guessing the very next play, correct? Mm. Just by seeing how they break the huddle. No argument. So I and everybody's been <laughs> wondering Kellen Moore, the new genius, the bald faced genius. Can he? He's been drawing up plays since he was nine in his bedroom. A bald face,
0: not a red face. Is that, a, is that better? Is that an improvement?
1: I, I, go, I lean better because he does have a little bit of a jawline that I can put some respect we on. We know you're big on that. Yeah, and the red face is a tough thing to overcome. Some big gums. Especially, especially in that wintertime. Wait till you see Garrett in New York week 15. It's a sight to behold. But I digress. And we go back. Kellen Moore and his elevation into the offense. They got backup quarterbacks galore. They said, you know what? Let's go ahead and get the best offensive staff we can. Let's take a backup, put him as our head coach. Let's get a backup quarterback, make him our offensive coordinator. Let's get a backup quarterback who, last I saw, was on a high school sideline coaching little kids. Uh, let's go ahead and make him our quarterback coach slash offensive I mean, it wasn't like wizard little kids. yeah, high school kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were all actually extremely small, if you saw them.
0: They had that one tight end that was pretty big.
1: And uh, so, basically, they got backup quarterbacks running the show. Kellen Moore gets the elevation. And does Jason Garrett still run the same offense and just Moore gets call to call the plays out of the same 75 playbook? That's my fear. I mean, that's that's everybody's fear. Well, Stephen Jones comes on. I think it was a pro football talk. Mike Florio, I think he came on there, and he had this to say, maybe there's going to be some window dressing? No, I think the biggest thing is uh... – you know is to really marry everything up uh you know so that we're a little you know so that we're a little harder to diagnose when we snap the ball and uh i know jason and kellen and you know our offensive staff are putting a lot of work into that so uh hopefully we'll be able to accomplish that we obviously got a uh, a great running back there with zeke uh Dak certainly just continues to get better and then of course uh You know, we continue to think uh, our DNA is our offensive line, and we added to that in the uh, draft with McGovern. And, uh, uh, you know, just uh, think that we can really take the next step offensively, which, uh, you know, if you look at the final four teams, I think all four of them were top five in offense uh, or somewhere there and about. Now do you understand why I was tickled? I'm tickled. You look tickled. I'm very tickled. You had a you you had this little gyration at I'm, one point. I perked right up early baby. on in that audio. You know the thing. first
0: name that popped into my mind listening to Stephen Jones. Go ahead and utter those tickling words. Was it one Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard, baby. Oh, the
1: Speed Demon, the uh, Space Eater,
0: Kellen Moore's little angel from the draft class that he said i gotta have this little dude from memphis might we see him go in motion he's gonna be my
1: pre-motion pre-snap darling oh i just preed myself
0: we preed everywhere baby and tony pollard he's gonna be running all around that backfield nobody's gonna know what
1: hit him and then the next thing you know boom touchdown
0: cowboys
1: yeah i think they want to do they they woke up in that playoff game where they got ran by the Rams all over, by all the of a sudden here comes Popeye, holy crap, biscuit
0: and chicken lover C.J. Anderson. Wait,
1: for a, you're allowed to send guys in motion? Wait, you're allowed to like go play action? Holy hell! Wait, wait, you mean you don't have to run eight yard stop routes every single play?
0: Wait, it's third and nine, and we can run. Jared Goff on a bootleg to win the game?
1: Wait, you're telling me I don't have to have two slow-ass tight ends in the game on third and one and telegraph where I'm running right up the middle? Well, that's
0: going to happen anyway.
1: Wait, are you serious? Yeah,
0: that's probably still going to happen. Even if there's a bunch of motion, they're going to leave the slow tight ends on the field.
1: Yeah, that's problematic. It is It is their uh, what is it called? Their signature well, play.
0: Would you say Jarwin's slow? Jarwin. No, I I wouldn't consider it. It'll, it'll probably be Witten. It'll probably be Witten Jarwin.
1: Certainly. I mean, compared to Jason Witten, this he might as well be Usain Bolt, all right? But in terms of You're so rude to Witten. NFL tight ends. You
0: know, the reports from him at the first practice were great. I heard
1: his leadership was through the roof.
0: He was running 5 Yard button hooks better than anybody in the history of football.
1: I heard the dialysis machine kept getting in the way, but uh, chemistry. The is dialysis early on. I think they're going to get it together what before the, what before the week hell. one. He doesn't have dialysis. He's old as hell. No, all he's right. thirty seven. He uh, just
0: turned. Happy birthday! It was birthday this week. I think if it was you Tuesday. Just
1: looked at his head, you would think he was he was probably fifty. Well, he's seven. worn a
0: helmet all of his life. and His Balding scalp hasn't got enough sun to keep that hair growing.
1: By the way, shouts out to him. He did finally take our advice and go with the clean sweep-up. Well,
0: you know what? He listens to the show. He thinks that you're a bleephole because you are. But uh, Listen, I shoot it to him straight. Luckily, we're me. boys, so he he appreciates it.
1: Bottom line is, you guys don't have the athletic tight ends to do anything fun with them. But in general, if you guys can do some window and speak dressing, for yourself, I'm doing. I mean, some fun I want you guys. Tendons. I want you guys all over the place. I want to see guys flying around all over. Break rules for all I care. I want to see pick plays. I want to see screens for touchdowns. I want to see play action here. Fake to the running back. Fake back to the fullback. Pump fake, and then, oh my God, it goes back to the running back all along. Holy hell, what just happened? You know, speed. I want them to, I want nine guys to have been faked the ball before the ball even gets snapped. You hear what I'm saying? No, that
0: sounds tantalizing to me. I'm into that. Good. I'm into it. Good. Uh, So you you brought up the running back, though. I got to mention Ezekiel Elliott. What a difference two years makes. This guy has been a PR darling this offseason. He's taken photos of fans at the Dallas Stars game. Some kid gets hit in the Face by a puck, and he comes down there. He's making the kids night, taking, zeke. taking selfies, getting, getting all the fans riled up. Now he's paying for that young man, uh, that 14 year old rising star who was shot and killed tragically. Uh, he's yeah. a USA football kid, something McKinney. I'm blanking on his name, and oh man, I, J- uh, I want right. to say Jalen. Was it Jalen McKinney? I want to say like, that. something like that.
1: Uh, but yeah, cause that kid was from St. Louis stud athlete, Zeke's football player from seats from, from that area. Uh, so he felt compelled to go ahead and pay for all the funeral stuff and, and who knows what else that's, yeah, that's an incredible story. Zeke Jalen McKenzie, Jalen McKenzie. There you go.
0: The eighth Raider. Yeah. He was shot and killed, um, in St. Louis. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Super sad story. Zeke steps up to the plate, does something awesome, does something fantastic. People see him in a baggy shirt on Instagram about a month ago. They start calling him fat. Next thing you know, I haven't seen him with his shirt on ever since, and he looks incredible shredded. I mean, what a long way he's come doing all this charitable efforts, getting shredded, looking good, here for the kids, here for the people. You know, what a long way he's come since, you know, whipping that out on St. Paddy's. Yeah, that. That did happen too, plus
0: the uh, domestic violence charges and six game suspension. Um, yeah, Zeke's doing everything that he needs to do to get back into the good graces of not only the National Football League, but the Dallas Cowboys and try and get that second contract. i got to be honest contract.
1: with you. I'm, I'm proud of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something to be said. Trying for, to get
0: that second oh, contract. Ever elusive second contract. Will it happen? Back. That's a conversation for another day. That concludes the offensive side of Cowboys conversation. There's one thing I'd like to hit on the defensive side. We're going to spin it around. Hit it from behind, Hit it and quit it, baby. You hear the Sean Lee news? You read the Sean Lee news? Did you happen to come about it?
1: What, he has a dialysis machine out there as well? Dude, can you shut up, please? I'm sorry. I don't sit here and badmouth the Dolphins. That's a great point. You jerk. That's a great point. I just did bring up that one Monday night game. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's just gloss over that. Uh <laughs>
0: Sean Lee apparently is working on starting at Sam linebacker for this year so that they can get all three of the stud muffin linebackers on the field at the same time. You would have nice. Layton Vanderesh playing the weak side. You'll have your middle linebacker at the mic being one Jalen Smith, and the Sam would be Sean Lee.
1: That's a perfect way to get him on the field for less than 20 snaps a game. So,
0: it is a perfect way, one, to try and limit his snaps, keep him fresh, because you most likely play two linebackers at a time, and now this three to five spread wide receiver kind of offense that everybody's running out there in the NFL. So, most of the time, you'll have Jalen Smith and Layton Vanderesh out there on the field. But the issue that a lot of media members here in the DFW have is the Sam linebacker position happens to be the one of the three that takes the most contact you're basically having to take on more blockers scrape cut underneath it's more the physical of the three linebacker spots so for a guy that has the track record of injuries like Sean Lee does are we nervous about putting him at that position now you are a former standout high school linebacker until you blew out both of your knees yeah
1: middle school too
0: By and your back uh what can you tell me about the risk of playing Sean Lee at Sam?
1: Okay, so I have 0 and it starts with the limited snap factor. The second thing is uh, all of his injuries uh, they're not from body blows. He's not getting con- it's not cuz linemen are busting him up. Most of his are soft tissue. Most he's got the groin, he's got the hammy you know, he rolls an ankle, whatever it is. does
0: have some concussion history.
1: Yeah, he's got a little bit of concussion history, but I can't remember the last time he missed a game for a concussion. Am I crazy? It wasn't last year. It was, it was the year before. Okay, so it's it's mostly hammies with this guy. I don't see that being the issue. I don't think getting off blocks as with a lineman is giving you a concussion. The concussion is happening when you have to meet a guy like Zeke in the hole. All right? So... Oh, oh, bottom line is, I think it's a great move for the Cowboys. I assumed it was going to happen anyway. I was kind of surprised that it became this huge thing. Like I course, thought they would do this last year. Yeah, like the dude's going to be playing well, once Jalen Smith showed what he is. It's and like, Van Der Esch, all right. Esch, yeah. A- and then obviously, yeah, Van Der Esch just being the absolute freak show, badass stud, future Hall of Famer that he is. Uh, you know, there's no reason to play Sean Lee more than 15 to 20 snaps a game. He's not, you know. It's not that you can't play him in coverage but there's just no reason to have him on the field for for more than what he's got to be and I think that's when you have those three guys on the field you got to feel great anytime you're playing that true 4-3 you know first and second down sort of Defense. I mean, that's that you can't ask for three better guys on the field than that. 100%. I agree with you. I'm not
0: worried about it. I think he'll be just fine. I'm going to
1: enjoy watching it for the first two and a half games of the season.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's always a risk of injury, regardless, when Sean Lee's on the field. So I don't think playing him at this position is going to add that risk at all. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Uh, and get your best players on the field when you can. I think that this is great and it's a great way to keep him engaged and try and get him on the football field. So I have no issues with that whatsoever. Um, We'll see how this goes. I'm excited about the Cowboys' defense this
1: year. I sure as crap could tell you that, my friend. Sure as crap could tell me that? Crappy cuckoos. Very good. All right, the the, the uh, George Iloka signing got you just all feeling sexy inside? Uh, or not what?
0: necessarily the George Iloka signing. Apparently, teams have been uh, talking to the Cowboys and reaching out about some potential trades for safeties, like they're offering up safeties. I'd seen the Carl Joseph rumors. Uh, maybe like a trade regarding Lyle Collins to Oakland for Carl Joseph. I don't think that that's worth it. I'd rather hold on to LC personally. But you never know. You know, it speaks volumes to how the Cowboys built this roster. They've got a lot of depth right now. And if they wanted to add a safety, I think they still could. Eric, Berry, Eric Burry, he's still uh, yeah, out there. Eric he's still out there on the open market. If uh, eventually he decides, you know what, I want to be an Dallas Cowboy. If the Cowboys decide, you know what, we want to go down that route, I wouldn't be upset about it. But that's that's clearly still the... Weakness on this team, I would say defensively, is without a doubt the safety's position. But enough about the Cowboys. We spent almost half an hour on the Cowboys. Oof, Look, we know they're America's sucked. team. They're going to bring in the ratings, baby. PFN, don't be upset. It's painful. Don't be upset. They're bringing in the ratings. Love or hate them. They're the Dallas Cowboys. deserve to be talked about.
1: Very Love good. It. All right. So uh what are you saying? Can we go ahead and dip our foot into some balls and go around the NFL? Let's
0: go around the NFL nosebleed style.
1: All right, how do you want to do this? You want to go first? You want me to go first? I mean, I know I have nuggets, you have nuggets, we have nuggets. We've I got mean, nuggets
0: together. We've both got nugs. I've got bigger nugs than you do, so you go yeah, first. Yeah, but my
1: nugs taste better. Do they? So I've heard. Yours are overcooked. So, all right, I guess I'll kick things off, and why not do it with the greatest football team, a.k.a. the Miami Dolphins. Miami, Miami Dolphins. Dolphins.
0: Miami Dolphins, Dolphins
1: number one. Hey, 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 freaking Xavian Howard, quarterback. Ah, uh, Xavier. Allow me to he- introduce you to him as your newly highest record-setting paid cornerback in the history of the National Football League. What? Xavier the Howard. History of the league? Yeah, man, the history. You, How do you feel about this? I confirmed that with Gil Brandt, by the way. He Gil said, yeah, said that it's right. true. He what did he me- true. What
0: is it, five years, 76 and a half mil?
1: Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, yeah. 76 and a half mil. He goes 46 million guaranteed. It's the 51. old Baylor Bear, right? Yeah, the old Baylor Bear, that's correct. Jeez, that's outstanding $51 for him. Million over the first three years. The dude is going to break the bank here. And you know what? He deserves it. He's a baller freaking corner. He's long. He's everything. You know, Chris Richard would love to have a kind of guy like this for our Cowboys fans out there. He is long. He's athletic. He can run. He can be physical. He can really play whatever you want him to. The dude is a hell of a corner. He gets his hands on footballs, unlike uh, – one Byron Jones over there in Dallas. Not to uh mm, not to throw anybody under the bus there. But yeah, Xavier and Howard, my Miami Dolphins, they sign him. It was only really a matter of time. Uh, they need to lock up Laramie Tunsil probably relatively soon. They're two cornerstone pieces, young guys at premium positions. How we got, has Laramie Tunsil. Played? Oh, he's been awesome. Has he been awesome? He's been awesome. He that- he probably got off to a little bit of a slow start I remember early that. on. But, man, he has been absolute money over the last two years. Good Baller, baller, baller. He's been great. So we have a left tackle. We have a starting corner. Obviously, Minka Fitzpatrick. Those are three cornerstones. Hopefully, Wilkins becomes one on the D-line. We have a couple of studs. If Rosen becomes a guy, I feel
0: nice. What about that Ohio State linebacker they drafted last year? Uh, oh Raquan McMill, oh Joe
1: Baker, Joe Baker, or uh, Jerome Baker, Jerome, Jerome Baker, right? He, yes. was, he was the Ohio State dude, right? Yes, yeah. I remember you said you liked him. I do.
0: I didn't hear anything else about him.
1: Yeah, really like that dude. Fast, he's got the speed. He showed plenty as the year went on in coverage, rushing the passer. He kind of he he does he does quite a bit. He's a little bit undersized, but he's a today's day and age. But linebacker. he'll fit
0: well with what Brian Flores wants to do. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think Brian Flores is smart enough to use guys in in roles that they should be that's the Patriots way that's what Bill Belichick does okay you're slow all right I'm not gonna make you cover a fast-ass guy you know that kind of thing so Jerome Baker he's gonna put him in in spots to succeed and he's he's a great player so my Dolphins feeling good we have a couple of cornerstone pieces like I said it starts with Xavier Howard He is the highest-paid corner in the history of football, so congrats to you, Xavier, friend of the show, friend of me. I'll be down soon. You'll take me to Prime 112, and and we'll celebrate this thing, big boy. I'm excited for you. Well, congratulations, Dolphin
0: fans and Mr. Xavier Howard on that payday. I will take uh, this next down for you, Eric. It is the end of an era in Seattle. The Seahawks have released wide receiver Doug Baldwin and safety Cam Chancellor, who, to be honest with you, I didn't know hadn't retired officially. But Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor are no longer active members of the Seattle Seahawks. The team announced on Thursday that they are terminating the contracts of both players with failed physical designations. Now, I believe on last week's show we mentioned how it had been reported that Doug Baldwin might have played his final game in the National Football League due to injuries. Well, now uh, they, they've they just gone ahead and cut them. So two stalwarts of some Super Bowl runs there for the Seahawks are now no longer members of Seattle. The addition of DK Metcalf um, at the wide receiver, core should hopefully help limit the blow of Doug Baldwin, and they've been playing now without Cam Chancellor for a couple seasons. So definitely uh, different times are changing there in Seattle. They did sign Ezekiel Ansah. Yeah. Uh, to help out that pass rush to a one year deal, the former Detroit Lions. So that should help also limit the blow of trading away one Frank Clark.
1: Yeah. So it, it is truly an end of an era there in Seattle. It's a shame, man. Cam Chancellor, one of my favorite players to watch. Absolutely. I watched, they had it, they posted a video of him on Twitter when all this went down of him just absolutely eviscerating somebody on the Packers. I can't remember who it is now. One of their tight ends in one of the games that they played, and he just absolutely murdered him. It might have been uh, Martell Bennett or something like that. Um, was it yeah. Jermichael Finley, maybe? Or Jermichael Finley, I don't know. Yeah, one of those guys. But he smacked them, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, man. I've just Chancer was such an animal, such a beast. Baldwin, great player, clutch player. Came up big for Seattle time and time again. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame to see those guys. It's amazing football. You, you age so fast in football. It's just ridiculous. So the Seahawks are going to be a new-look squad this year. You mentioned Ezekiel Ansah. Listen, bottom line is if that guy stays healthy – You got yourself a a solid pass rusher. A steal there
0: for a one-year contract. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So hopefully it works out for him, and we will see about that. I got something else for you here, Walchuk. Linebacker situation, Jacksonville Jaguars, Telvin Smith, announced that he will not be playing football in 2019. Shocking. Yeah, it's not necessarily like a full-on retirement, but like I'm not playing this year kind of deal. Yeah, stepped aside,
0: said he needs to spend some time with his family and get his health in order. I don't know if it's a mental health deal, a physical health deal, what's going on, but clearly there's some off-the-field issues that he needs to step aside and attend to. I can respect that. Where I have an issue is apparently he didn't tell the team uh, until this Instagram post and it became viral on social media. That's how the team found out mm, about it. Unprofessional. Look, Telvin, you, come yeah, on. Be better. Two weeks' notice.
1: Uh, Jesus. You,
0: you've got to inform the Jacksonville Jaguars about what's going on, in my opinion, before you go public with something like that. I think you owe it to your employer.
1: Warren Sharp at Sharp Football giving you a couple of Telvin Smith nuggets just to let you know how good he actually was. So damn good. One of only 13 players in NFL history to record 100-plus tackles in each of his first five seasons done also the only player with at least 100 tackles two interceptions and one fumble recovery in each of the last three seasons only 15 other players have done that even once over the last three seasons so he's done it each of the last three so telvin smith heck of a player speed demon at the linebacker spot uh, FSU guy though, so I kind of hate him, and I think he's a little bit of a bitch. All right, let's move on here. Uh, you want to do something, or do or you want me to take it again?
0: No, I got one here. Oh, uh, you got one. I, All right, this I've is got exciting. another one. Tight end Benjamin Watson apparently is not going to retire after a year with who was it? The New Orleans Saints. They got yeah. robbed of a Super Bowl berth. Well, he retired. They went ahead and they signed Jared Cook, and then Gronk retires. So the Patriots need a tight end. Well, they wanted maybe Jared Cook. Well, it's too late because he's the saint. Well, Ben Watson has been lured out of retirement and plans to sign
1: with the New England Patriots. Very good. All right, so they just add another old tight end. He's no Gronk. He's no Aaron Hernandez. Rest in peace. Uh, so I cool. skipped
0: over the one that I really wanted to do because I thought maybe you were going to do it. What,
1: you want to just go ahead and do it? Can I? Let's see. I don't know what it is. Sure. Why not? After 14
0: seasons, Bills, Browns, Panthers, I don't know what other freaking teams he played for, but Derek Anderson is retiring from the National Football League. You're kidding. Derek Anderson, who has provided your favorite audio. And the history of the Nosebleed seats podcast.
1: I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's up there.
0: I thought it was your favorite, Didn't because I, I said my favorite was the Gruden Thanksgiving audio, and then you in response played the Derek Anderson audio, which I thought
1: you said was your favorite. It just got I think it's just because Derek Anderson got brought up, which how does Derek Anderson ever get brought up? I don't know. I think we're talking about crappy quarterbacks. More than likely, his name gets brought up. Next thing I know, I want to play the audio. Doesn't necessarily mean it's my favorite audio in the history of the show. If I said it, I want to walk it back. Either way, we have the audio for you now because Derek Anderson, twice in a row, probably the first time and the last time in the history of our show, any show, that his name will get brought up two weeks in a row. Hey, listen, we got to capitalize on that. So here is the fantastic Derek Anderson audio. By the way, he's retiring, as you said. I thought he'd been retired for, I mean, I didn't know he was still in the league. No, he so was this on the news Bills. to me. He was on the Bills last year.
0: That's how Nathan Peterman got back in. Right, right, he got hurt.
1: Derek Anderson's been playing football. I had no idea. Here he is after a Monday night loss. Unhappy. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. I'm not. I'm Real serious. I, t- I put my heart and soul into this every single week. All I'm saying is the camera shows. I'm just time. telling you right now what I do every single week. Every single week. I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I study my off. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. Nothing's funny to me. I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. That's why I'm asking you what. I'm time. telling you right now. We're not. We're talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context? I'm done. You? Sorry. I Thank you very much, Derek. Uh, as I've said before, it actually is extremely funny, even though you refuse to believe that. Um, I do want to get to something here, Walchuk.
0: The hell uh, do you want to get to? By the way, 20-29 and 29 over a 14-year career span. What an epic career for Derek Anderson oh, geez, and the last yeah. winning season as a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. So That's right, yeah. yeah shout out to, to you, friend. What were you
1: laughing at? Atta boy, Derek. Um, Peter King, I want to hear. This is how Peter King... Speaking of fat, red, leather faces... I've uh, wow, shots fired at Peter King. I thought you um, I thought you didn't like calling people fat. But yeah, well you have
0: you. really brought it out of me. Although well, I do love Peter King's work.
1: Yeah, and he's a sweet guy. He's a great guy. He's one of the all timers when it comes to NFL journalists and media members. Hey, go. And he's uh he's a sweet man who have you met uh, I wanna hear I wanna I want you to hear how he and I think this is really. Wouldn't
0: you say sweet though? Like, what do you
1: what do you mean? This might as well be one of those. If if like this is you or me or a normal person, absolutely screaming, ripping into and cursing obscenities left and right at somebody. This is how Peter King does it to Joe Theismann. In regards to Dwayne Haskins, just to set up here, George Templeton, the Rat, uh, Redskins, his his beloved Redskins. They just drafted Dwayne Haskins. His number is number seven. He plays quarterback. Well, Joe Theismann, back in the day, he wore number seven. And oh, so there was yeah. this whole Why thing. Why would you ever want to wear that number again? Peter King, this is him on the notion that Joe Theismann would even suggest Dwayne Hats- Haskins shouldn't wear the number. He says, I think Joe Theismann even seeming to suggest Dwayne Haskins had to kiss his ring before being rewarded with the number seven Jersey in Washington is really weird and a little bit mindful of the emperor with no clothes. Would anyone think that a man with fewer passing yards than Steve Grogan and Jim Harbaugh with fewer touchdown passes than Earl Morrill and John Kitna with a lower career rating than Kyle Orton and Dave Krieg should have his number retired? Mark Ripian won a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer Stripping. won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson and Jeff Hostetler won one. By the way, Brad Johnson got brought up in this episode twice. I think that is the biggest upset we've had in the history of this show. <laughs> I will continue. He says, come on. The fact that Washington never gave Theismann's number out for years after his gruesome injury is a nice gesture, I suppose. But it's silly to think he was an all-timer. The kind of player whose number should never be worn again," end quote. Peter, mother, king, ladies and gentlemen, shut it down. holy freak! Let's Monday go morning home. Quarterback. He had it. Any- oh my oh, god! Oh, oh, oh. Shut it down. Oh, no. Let's go home. Oh, that's not- it's a wrap, Doug. Yeah, that is a wrap. <laughs> Let's go home holy mother bleeper. Peter King just absolutely 100% with his words eviscerated Joe Theismann and his freaking broken fibula. As he should, because Joe
0: Theismann seems like a bleephole, not a stunk as an analyst. And as a quarterback, he was extremely mediocre, as proof by the genius of Peter freaking King. So, Joe... You give that seven to Dwayne if he wants it because by golly, he's the next big thing in the nation's capital.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was brilliant there from Peter, but I do want to mention this in the name of bringing up, uh, bringing audio to the show, bringing sounds to the show. When, Ooh, we, we, love, when, love we, when we when we name someone, that. yeah, I, I have to do it again. Okay, uh, Peter mentioned Trent Dilfer as uh, one mm, of the shitty quarterbacks Dilfer in Dimes. NFL history who's who's won a Super Bowl. And uh, uh, I, I got to get to the Trent Dilfer audio where he gives uh, the greatest NFL analysis. You'll, you won't you will hear smarter football talk than right now. Take it away, Trent Dilfer ESPN. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. There he is, short and sweet, right to the point. That's analysis, ladies and gentlemen, the great Trent Dilfer. All right, Zach Wolchuk, continue with the program.
0: Okay, my friends and colleagues. Kyler Bleepin-Murray has signed his contract with the Arizona Football Cardinals. Nice. He's going to be playing. I don't know if you knew that. Football or? Yeah, he decided, you know what, I'm going to stick to the football stuff. So he's gone ahead. Thought
1: he was a threadhead.
0: He signed his contract. It's worth $35,158,644, fully guaranteed, a source told NFL Network's Ian Man,
1: what a long way we've come from the Matt Staffords and the Sam Bradfords and the Jamarcus Russells of the world getting like 65 million guaranteed. Yeah, I'm
0: wrong. It's 35,000. Wait, 150. I don't know, dude. I can't. You can't can't. read numbers? This doesn't really make sense to me anymore because it says that (sighs) it's front loaded and it's four year deals worth 17.6 million with a $10.9 million signing bonus. But then up here. It says the contract is worth. Tell me that doesn't say. What's save. your source? I just told you. It's on NFL.com. Ian oh. freaking Rappaport Why would here. you
1: go to Ian freaking Rappaport? Well, now, I like Jesus. the rap sheet. Should I not go to him? All right. Now that we. Jeez, we are really doing this here. We are empty, emptying the files of everybody. You bring up Ian Rappaport. I have no idea. I have no. Oh,
0: the second contract's Josh Rosen's. I
1: have no choice okay. but to go to Chad Dukes
0: the calling The second out, contract is josh rose here we go yeah what's the
1: dookie say ian Rappaport is a douche yeah i think there's more from chad here at rap sheet tell him i think he stinks all right thanks chad um in it's, regards to Kyler, listen, thanks. congrats to him. I think it was $35 million. I don't think he got 35000 guaranteed. No, Bull it was a It was million. On a whim here. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm right. I was right, right. I, I, I
0: shouldn't ever doubt myself. I'm usually right the first time.
1: Yeah, the signing bonus was $23 million in and change, and then he'll make the other 10 to 12 over, I guess, the duration of, of the four-year deal or what, what, what a, have What you.
0: a lot of money for Kyler there.
1: Yeah, so plenty of money, but it is funny to see how far we've come. I mean, can you imagine where we'd be right now? If we continue oh, without the rookie wage scale, this, yeah, oh, it'd be bad. Oh, my god, I mean, he'd be they'd getting be 200 he'd be, million right now. He'd be, yeah, it'd be terrible. We, he'd we, be getting 200 the $30 million, be million for Dak, would be chump change. Arizona wouldn't be able to roster 53 players, no, they'd, be, they'd have to roll out. I don't know like if Miami could have afforded starters. Josh
0: Rosen, no, they could have, but still, yeah, Rosen's contract would have been ridiculous. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, but that's true, and fortunately for us, it's not. I think it's six million over the next like three years, it's brilliant. But, Kyler, congrats, bro. 35000000 Uh million. Don't spend it all in one place, huh? Anything else, Walchuk, around the NFL? If not, I got something. No,
0: go, go for it. It's your turn. All right, here we go. It's yeah.
1: uh, it's kind of NFL because he's in the NFL now, but uh, it's kind of college as well. But... Ooh,
0: well, that sounds like eh,
1: around the college football. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just pretend here that it's all NFL. Let's okay, just, just yeah. wide, just keeping it wide. According to Kyle Odegaard on Twitter. Who, what's his name? Kyle Odegaard on Twitter. You think that's really how he pronounces it? Safety Deontay Thompson was asked how Nick Saban helped him develop at Alabama. Oh. His response yes. quote: He helped me one way by ripping my ass every day. Hold on. End quote. Is he alluding to sexual misconduct? I I wondered the same thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and just repeat what he said just so we're all clear. I hope I didn't misspeak. He said, quote It wouldn't be the first time. He helped me one way by ripping my ass every day. End quote. I'll be honest with you, that sounds poetic. Mm. I don't I wonder if he sat down and thought that through because it sounds beautiful. Your thoughts.
0: My thoughts are it sounds graphic. Okay. Um, you're not wrong off-putting a bit
1: really yeah Uh, that's where that's where i disagree yeah well
0: you you're a strange individual
1: it doesn't surprise me though that nick saban would be deemed an ass ripper why i watched him make a grown man cry on an nfl practice field in davie florida in 2005
0: with your own eyes
1: with my own eyeballs really yes who was it
0: uh, what Incognito. I am
1: almost hundred percent sure his name and God help me why do I know this name This is how you know I don't have a life I'm pretty sure his name was Manny Fernandez. Oh, that sounds like a crier. Oh, big time a boohoo crier. But listen, the ass ripper was on full. Ass I thought he was more mode. of a chewer. Yeah, well, he does come across that way because he's got he's got that sort of he's got that mouth, mm. and I, I I don't think. You would put it past them. No. I think some guys when they he ask looks the same like he question. Chews quite regularly. I think when some guys ask the exact same question, which is how did Nick Saban develop you at Alabama? I think many would respond with He chewed my ass every day. I think Deontay just went with Rip.
0: Well maybe it was a little bit harder on Deontay's ass.
1: Yeah. Which I could see because Deontay's got a it's a tight one. Let's just say that I've oh, okay. watched the film. Well, he all twenty two. He did
0: not make my rankings. The all twenty two,
1: and that's true. But the all twenty two. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. By the way, I did some Google search in here, and I was actually wrong. I had the first name right. It's Manny Wright. Manny Wright is the former Dolphin who cried on the practice field in Davy, Florida, mm-hmm. while Nick Saban ripped his ass. Much Manny like Wright. he did to Deontay Thomas. Who was Hernandez? uh manny her uh i think i said fernandez by the way fernandez and manny fernandez you want to know who that is yeah that is um an american professional wrestler uh for different independent promotions uh he, he was trained by terry funk and his height is six one terry funk six feet one inch well manny fernandez i'm sure that he would have gotten his ass he was, ass he was uh, born as well. in el paso texas was manny mr fernandez And uh, he debuted in whatever wrestling thing he did uh, in 1977. Died at the young age of 64. RIP, my friend. Yes, Manny Fernandez. Let's get naked. I dedicate this show to you, brother. Anything else? Do you have something else? Around the NFL? Yeah, I mean, like, do you have anything? This is oh. aw- you're looking at me awkwardly. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I did give you that weird look. Yeah, you uh, did,
0: and I didn't know what to. Say. I don't know how to follow up that moment of silence. I don't know what to do. I felt very uncomfortable.
1: Jason Pierre-Paul, the Tampa Bay defensive end, we know he's out for the likely the season with a neck injury, car accident. Yeah. Is he? I, I would like to propose a question: Is he the unluckiest, not only athlete but human being in the history of the world? Well, the
0: fireworks thing blowing up your. Hand, it was kind of his own fault.
1: Sure. And you know? honestly, so that's this not car unlucky. Accident, this car accident might be his fault too. Dude, but a car accident me. where your neck gets screwed up, thats unlucky. and a, a firework accident where you blow off four of your fingers. I don't know. The firework know. accident to
0: me, I don't see, isn't Pretty it? Pretty unlucky. I, I, guess, I guess it's unlucky. I guess you, so. it's definitely not. He's put, he put himself in that position, first of all. So I i don't know. Okay. Yeah. Like you sure. control your own Bro- luck, right? And that what Two Face said in The Dark Knight.
1: Yeah, Two Face. He was brilliant. Uh, all right, here's something for you. Le'Veon Bell, not uh, going to these OTAs.
0: Yeah, Lev Bell should be at those OTAs. You're right, Lev Bell,
1: good correction. Uh, well, this was his response when people were asking him, Was you it know, a rap? why you're not going to practice. There is a new Lev Bell rap, though, I'm out of like a navel. Yeah, no, it's. I, I think it's actually worse. I don't know how it got worse, but it, it, it did. It's worse. But maybe I could throw it on there. We'll see. Is it banned, bro? Uh, Let's go. Uh, he says, quote, when it's time to play football, i got to stick to the formula that I know works for me to be the best player I can be. I'm not just trying to win football games. I want a ring. Side note, no, you don't. You signed with the Jeets. You knew you weren't getting a ring. You don't think they have the chance? You believe, Holt. I want to desperately show everybody what I can, dot, 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 all caps, really, on all caps, do. I'll take the heat right now. Everybody will forget about that once January comes around. End quote. Well, January? Yeah, because he thinks he's gonna be playing football in January. It's like he forgot he played for the Jets. (laughs) (laughs) That poor son of a bitch thinks he plays for the Patriots. He's like, I'm in the AFC East. I know literally that I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to the Super Bowl, right? Oh damn it! I signed with the Jets. Wait, are you saying Adam Gaze is my coach? Is that crazy guy's gaze? Is that Greg Williams? I hear yelling at the defense.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, at least he's got Sam Darnold as his quarterback. It's the middle of the night, Greg. We're Sam's trying pretty to good. sleep, you bleep. Hole. And they did sign Jamison Crowder. He's a phenomenal slot
1: receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. And you know I love slots. I always have. Was that
0: your Lev Bell voice that you did there? When? Just now, when you read that quote.
1: Did I do that? You did. You, you changed your voice just a tweak. Gotcha. Just a tweak. I, I hate when I do that. I but apologize. I don't know why the heck he, th- he thinks it's important come January. Well, he said Trina. I had to. I had to say that. He said Trina. That's banned, bro. T R Y N A. That's Trina. Okay. All right. Anything else? Yeah, I got a list
0: here. You want? You want to hit it, or you got some other stuff?
1: Let's hit it before we quit it.
0: All right, this is another Adam Shine 2019 NFL Bold Predictions, and I don't know why I continue to use Shine articles because I've never really been a big fan of Adam Shine. Yeah,
1: actually, off air, you've said pretty disparaging words about Adam Shine. So. Have I? I don't think
0: I've really talked about him a ton.
1: I don't get why you would bring him to the show. Because uh, you know what? He's
0: got some interesting points that I think we can debate and refute and rebuttal, and our listeners enjoy listening to us make fun of Adam Shine.
1: I love refuting.
0: Number one on this list. You ready for a good laugh? No. Derek Carr returns to MVP form. <laughs> Come on. Come on, let me hear it. Come on. Let me say it one more time. Derek <laughs> Wait,
1: wait. <laughs>
0: Are you down? you okay?
1: Ooh, you're killing me over need here. Need some what? Water? Did he say? Jesus, I hope I heard you right. Derek
0: Carr <laughs> returns to MVP form.
1: <laughs> God dang it! I thought that's what I heard. He
0: was one of the voters who cast Ooh. a ballot for Carr as the 2016 AP NFL MVP. <sighs> He says it feels like a lifetime ago, given the injuries, coordinator changes, Shine, head coaching changes. Shine, you just changes, lost
1: all credibility, brother.
0: And trades that rocked oh. the franchise. That um, took two
1: sentences for you to ruin all your credibility.
0: Yeah, really just one. Derek Carr returns to MVP form. I just Is don't... that just
1: one sentence? Yeah, I think so. All right. One sentence, Shine. That's all it took. You just lost a follower. Do
0: you see any way... Shape or form that that's possible? Zero.
1: I don't either. I, I mean, I don't know. He got Hunter Renfro. I mean, he got Hunter Renfro. He got Josh Jacobs and yeah.
0: Trent Brown to block for him. But yeah. mainly Hunter Renfro,
1: which by the way Trent Brown, they're keeping on the right side, even though where he was successful in New England, it was the left side. But they oh, that's a very cool. thing to do, who's don't a you terrible think? Terrible offensive line on the left side, so they figure, let's go ahead and just keep him being terrible on the left side, and we'll throw Trent. Colt Brown, Miller, who who's not good on the right side, we'll put him on the right side. Broke a record. We'll for give like him a shit ton of money. Most on the
0: pressures allowed by a rookie offensive lineman
1: in the history of football. In the history of foosball. Did you
0: confirm that with with Gill?
1: Confirmed with Gill. Damn. Wow. All yeah. Right. Bad. So that's. That's the Bible there. So there's number one of shit takes. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Shine.
0: Number two, the Green Bay Packers win 11 games to sit atop the NFC North.
1: The Green Bay Packers, 11 football games. So he's a LaFleur guy. So he is a LaFleur guy. He thinks they're going to go 11-5. LaFleur. They're going to go 11-5, Guy.
0: Thank you. Um, and he does make some points. They really did go ahead and address that defense. They signed Adrian Amos to safety from Chicago. Okay, so he's
1: making points. You know, you didn't say he's making good points. Uh, he's making points. Okay.
0: That they is they went ahead and added Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith to their linebacking crew. They drafted Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage in the first round. So a defense that was not very good. They definitely added pieces too. And I do like, and I know you do too, the drafting of tight end Jay Sternberger. I Mm. think that will help their offense. You know, all
1: offseason I wanted to get a taste of that Sternberger. I know you did. I know you did.
0: The problem is they're in a division with the Bears. The Bears who, eh, maybe they regress a little bit. That wouldn't shock me.
1: Bitch Trubisky.
0: But you also have the Vikings, who, in my opinion, their weakest portion of their team was the offensive line, and they addressed that early in the draft. I think they 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 went with Bradbury, the center, yeah. in the first round, which yeah. is he's going to be a plug and play guy. Um, and PNP. I think they drafted another offensive lineman. Maybe it was Drew Samia. I might be talking out of turn there, though. Yeah. But they got another let's offensive not do lineman that, that um, I, Just I thought Just because Adam Shine
1: doesn't care to lose his credibility with one sentence, let's not lose ours.
0: I could look it up, you ding. You want me to? No, I'll do it. All right, I got it. You go ahead and try and speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's Fucking hard to asshole. speak while I'm Googling, but I'll God, figure it out. You're such a out. piece of shit.
1: All right, so I'm filibustering. You're Googling. I'm Googling. This is news to me. No, I thought I was Googling, so I'm, I apologize. I'm Googling now. All right, well, except for my Googling.
0: apology. I'm Googles.
1: All right, very good. What'd you find?
0: Yes, I was correcto mundo. Ding, 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 ding. No, ding. you were not. Are you serious? Fourth round, number 114 overall, Oklahoma guard Drew Samia to the Minnesota Vikings. Damn it. Yeah. I really wanted him to be a Dolphin. Yeah, he's a good player. So they went ahead and got Bradbury and Samia. I think that's solid. I kind of like the Dolphins, the uh, not the Dolphins. The, uh, you love them, the Vikings to have a bit of a resurgence in that division this year. I got to be honest with you, I, I don't believe in the Lions. Never really have, but it's going to be tough. I mean, that those top three teams, especially the additions that they made on the defensive side for Green Bay aren't exactly like wowing. You know, they're they're improvements, but they're not something that I look at and say. All right, that's going to push him over the edge. It's still Aaron Rodgers or Buss for the most part, and the Bears' defense is still going to be outstanding even though they lost Vic Fangio to Denver. Uh, and the question is, can Trubisky take that next step? So, I don't know. I don't think that that's exactly an outrageous claim. I'm just not ready to buy into that
1: just yet. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think the the Bears' defense, and I'm a big Matt Nagy guy. He's just a, he's, I like a, Nagy too. he's a cool dude. Uh, and I think that even though the Bears did some weird stuff in the draft, I think they drafted like two running backs. They traded up to get one. I, well, I think know.
0: the one running back, David Montgomery, is going to be a stud.
1: Yeah, he will be a good player. He will be a good player, but uh, their defense, I think, is what puts them over the top. I don't know what Green Bay offensive line-wise does. Always do, A new offense is always going to be funky and playmakers. You said, I mean, they got Sternberger great, but what they have Devontae Adams, and it's like, where do they go? Vontae's right. Scantling or whatever the hell his name is. I mean, or names is. uh, Like, geez, I don't don't get it. So, uh, overall, I would still lean Bears just because of their defense, and I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins. And there's something about that Vikings injury bug that that takes place. That offensive line is going to get bit by it at some point, and we know Kirk Cousins cannot handle the pressure. Uh, He just can't. So no, I agree with that. I think he can he's proven to be solid in the regular season, though. I mean I didn't say anything about the Vikings
0: winning a playoff game. But sure. I but think they'll be competitive to win that division.
1: that division is pretty tough because even the Lions, if you want to say they're the weakest in the division, they're they're not a pushover. You know, Fat No, they've still got, got a solid quarterback
0: going. in Matthew Stafford. I mean Stafford's a solid Q.
1: Yeah. And they got CJ Anderson, who the Cowboys know can actually be a completely game changing dynamic. No guy. doubt.
0: Number 3 Baker Mayfield becomes an MVP candidate while taking the AFC North. So a double whammy there. Wow. Not only do the Bear, the Browns win the North, the king of the North, but Baker is an MVP candidate. You digging it? I know you're a Baker guy.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge Baker guy. I think uh I, I am I'm in this because There's someone named
0: Pat Mahomes that I think is going to shit on that prediction.
1: All right, very good. I get that, but I could see maybe a little slumpage there if Kansas City lose if they lose Tyreek Hill. Yeah, maybe. We know about the Kareem Hunt situation. I mean, who knows? Who knows what they got going on? But in in terms of what you were getting at with Baker, I am a Baker guy, and if it wasn't that I if I wasn't so much of a Baker guy, I'd be a little bit worried about the Browns because on paper they're so great. But they're I mean, obviously we know what the Browns are, which is the sewage of the NFL for the last. Decade, and because of that, and with all the combustible sort of personalities, the the guaranteed Super Bowl victory from Greedy Williams when he gets drafted in the second round, second round, like come on, bro, and then and then you got you got Odell Beckham Jr. talking about how we're gonna beat the Patriots and all this stuff. You have a, a first year head coach and Freddie uh, can't stay out of the kitchens, and I'm just like, my God, dude, this this is a combustible situation, but Baker leap in Mayfield. Wow. I'm a believer. I think the guy is an absolute winner. I think he will figure it out, but it's going to be It's gonna be fireworks. I think it'll be fireworks one or another. Either they'll be awesome or it'll just blow up in everybody's face.
0: Yeah, I got news for you. I don't think he wins the MVP, and I don't think they win the AFC North. Why? Uh, Steelers. Number four on this list is the Pittsburgh Steelers, otherwise known as the Pittsburgh Feelers. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers. Finished third in the AFC North. Third. They finish third. Not second, not last. They finish third.
1: That's what the Shine guy says?
0: According to the Shine guy. Wow. I got news for him and I got news for the Browns. The Steelers are winning that freaking division this year. No lev? And I don't like to say it, but this just seems like the kind of year. And they went ahead and got Devin Bush, who I think is going to be an immediate stud for them at middle linebacker, probably their weakest position on the defense. I love Juju Smith Schuster. I think James Conner's a very good running back, and I still think Ben Roethlisberger, even though I think he's a terrible human being, is a very good and underappreciated quarterback in the National Football League. Disagree. And for whatever reason, in my gut, I just think the, the Steelers are going to find a way to come together as a football team. Right now? Now without, the, with the, without Antonio Brown, and they're going to figure it out. They're too talented. They've been knocking on the door. I think they win that
1: division. I, I think that's your Jewish bias. Team Why? Coming out big time. Because you're a Smith Schuster guy. You're a Juju oh, guy. I'm a juju- I am a Juju guy. And I just think But I, I think personally really don't like
0: the Steelers. I don't like them at all. There's something I love more than seeing the Steelers fail. I'm just not going to believe in the Browns until I see it happen. I certainly don't believe in Andy Dalton and the Bengals. Oh, puke. And the other team in that division, who the hell even is it?
1: Well, they have a they have a it's the, it's the Ravens and they have a running back playing quarterback. Exactly. So much oh, like the Bills. Not scared. Yeah, I think the Browns, I think ultimately it's going to come down to the Ravens are just kind of always floating around there. So they're going to be involved some way. They're going to win nine games in ugly style. And uh, the Steelers, I don't think, I think Ben Roethlisberger has been on a downward trajectory for the last two years. And I think it continues. Uh, And he like you you lose Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Granted, you've played without Le'Veon Bell for the last year, but still, James Conner goes down. What do you do? I don't know. Um, But they are hopefully their defense gets a lot better. I think Mike Tomlin. There's just there's been so much crap going on in that locker room that I think that's another easily combustible situation. There's just always something going on, and maybe they got the the cancers out of the locker room. Maybe they didn't. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't seem like the kind of guy that, you know, is overly easy to get along with, no, especially he's probably he's not playing number very one. well. Yeah. You know, he. it's fine when Ben's 28 years old in his prime playing like a Hall of Fame quarterback and he's chewing down people's asses like Nick Saban. But when you're not playing very well and you're getting on people, that's that becomes a little bit annoying and bleep you, Ben. So, I don't know. I think it's an interesting question. On paper, clearly the Browns are the best team in the league. I don't disagree not with that. In, in, the, in, the division. in the In the division, for yeah. sure.
0: Number five, Daniel Jones starts at least seven games for the New York Giants. What say you?
1: Um, I heard that one team was trying to try out Daniel Jones before the draft as a tight end. And that's all I have to say to answer that question. I hope it answers it for you. I think he
0: does not start seven games. Very good. The NFC West is the most exciting division in football.
1: Uh, you got Cardinals, you got Rams, you got Seattle, you got Niners. You got Congratulations. Jimmy G and the Stars. He just
0: named all four teams in the NFC West. You got R-Dub but three. And you, you do Sierra. have interesting quarterbacks there. You've got Kyler, number one overall pick, Jimmy Garoppolo. Can he come back? The 49ers with Kyle Shanahan year two. They've got a lot going for them offensively, Corn Stars. Russell Wilson, big contract. Seattle seems like they're always kind of in contention. Sierra, Sierra like by the way, mentioned. if you
1: haven't seen her Instagram lately, probably worth going to check out. Just and then of say course, that. last uh, couple. Of oh, really? Really? Yeah, okay. Big time. I'll check that out. Let's just say some skin is being shown. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Russell, get a hold of your lady pal.
0: All right. And then the Rams. You were just in the Super Bowl, so yeah, that is an intriguing division.
1: Yeah. It, oh, super intriguing. You got the Kingsbury situation. Obviously, Kyler. Kyler is going to be. Uh, Much like Baker was when he came storming onto the scene last year, all eyes on Baker. It's going to be all eyes on Kyler. And you couple that with Cliff Kingsbury, a.k.a. Coach Bro, who everybody can't wait to see what. It, how is his offense going to look? Is it going to look different, innovative? How fun is this going to be? Does he even deserve the job? Probably not, but here he is. Number one overall pick. All right, let's go. Oh, he let's definitely watch this doesn't
0: thing. deserve the job, but I'm excited to see what the heck they look like.
1: Me too. Pete Carroll, always fun. Russell Wilson, I mean, they they play a boring running style of football, but Russell Wilson with the new contract, it's a new look Seattle team, as we mentioned earlier in the show. So, sure, that's a little bit exciting. The Rams, obviously, with Sean McVay on that sideline, they will always be exciting. And then Jimmy G bringing the heat with red Face Shanahan. I think... It's a hell of a division. Shine might be in line for an average point here.
0: Well, number seven, he follows up with Andy Dalton enjoys the best year of
1: his career. All right, let's go ahead and close things down. Yeah,
0: that's not a good take. And number eight, Sean McDermott. Honestly, it hasn't been that great of an article.
1: Sean McDermott earns. I'm glad you didn't proofread it before you brought it to the show. Well,
0: I... Pre- I prefaced it by saying I wanted to make fun of Adam
1: Shine. And oh, very really good.
0: he's only made one decent point that's even like, eh, all right. I can and I, can I don't can.
1: even think we've made fun of him enough. You
0: kind of see that. Number eight, Sean McDermott earns coach of the year honors. I
1: think Shine might be Jewish, by the way. Yeah, he is. Extremely. <laughs> you don't have a Jewish bias with him, but you do with Juju. But Juju's not Jewish. What are you talking about?
0: His name is Juju, right. but he is not Jewish. Now you're just just being... like Tariq Cohen is not Jewish.
1: Now you're just being confusing. It's true. It's not.
0: It is. Sean
1: McDermott, you even know who he's the head coach of? Sean McDermott, uh, the um, Buffalo Bildos. Yeah, the Bills, your favorite team.
0: Love them. Love the Bills. I know you do. Um, how the hell is he going to be of the year with Josh Allen at quarterback? You mean running back? Yeah, running back Josh Allen.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, without a quarterback, that's a tough thing to pull off. Even though you just went out and you got uh Oh, they had court. two
0: great draft picks and Ed Oliver and Cody Ford, but that's not going to be enough. And the final point on the Shines article, and
1: this one, eh, we'll see.
0: The L.A. Chargers field the best defense in the
1: NFL. Ooh, until they go into Foxborough.
0: Well, we know that. They always don't like that cold weather of Foxborough. Uh,
1: listen, it's a health thing with the Chargers, yeah, much it's like a health couple thing. of these teams, Because on man. paper, they do
0: have a good defense. Heck, yeah. They especially now that they till added Nasir Adderley.
1: And and Tillery. And Tillery. Tillery. We T- know... T- 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 Tillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you're doing there. T- T- Tillery. We got... <laughs> we got <laughs> Tillery, baby. We got Bosa, Bosa on Derwin the James. Derwin James, yeah, man, in the back man. end. At linebacker, you got my boy Denzel Perryman. He's a two-down linebacker from the University of Miami, but the, he will mm, lay the bleeping wood on yeah, you. Will, even though he's a little undersized. Yeah, don't have him covering a tight end. That's all I'll say. Uh, at corner, I'm not totally sure what they're doing out there, but... I recall it being a couple of decent players. Uh, Casey Hayward, Hayward, that's right. Former. Packers. I don't
0: know if they. I don't know if Jason Verrett's no, still under he's contract. He's a forty nine er, as a matter of that's fact. That's right. He's that's actually
1: right. what makes the NFC West so exciting. I forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah. Jason Verrett and company, and them boys. Uh, Yeah, so the Chargers, could they? Sure. Uh, Will they? No. Well, there's a
0: defense by the name of the Dallas Cowboys that are going to stop that from happening. Oh, is that right? Yeah. There's also the Chicago Bears who are pretty damn good. I don't know. I think that that's an interesting theory. They're certainly talented. Like you said, injuries galore. So there's nine points of crap from Adam Schein.
1: Yeah, thanks for nothing, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate you, pal. Love you, Adam. See it at Hanukkah, brother.
0: Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I'm going to see him for Rosh Hashanah.
1: Oh, is that what you guys are doing?
0: Yeah, the Jewish knew you were going to bring it in together with some apples and honey. A
1: couple of matzo balls? Just
0: a couple of couple of matzo balls, yeah.
1: A couple of Jews Jewing things have up? Have you ever had
0: uh You still haven't had any matzo balls?
1: No, we were going to go get matzo balls together, and then we just ended up doing the the balls. So we'll have to figure that out. I think
0: we got wings.
1: Yeah, they were delicious, by the way. They were good. Nothing like following up some balls with some wings.
0: We are the Nosebleed Seats Podcast with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Giafalo, the show everyone can afford to listen to. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Subscribe.
1: Not you, Adam
0: Shine. Right. Rate. Rate us. Like us. Adam, we probably won't have you again on the show because your articles are absolute trash.
1: I think we've said this before, though, and then then Walchuk comes in with his Jewish bias, and here we are.
0: Yeah, what can I say? I'm just a member of the tribe trying to keep us all here intact. Follow at PFN365. Tons of glorious, glorious content. We've got badass articles. We've got awesome con- uh, awesome podcasts coming for you. Listen to us all Monday through Friday at PFN365. The content is overflowing. We're taking over the football world one small step at a time. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Come poised. Aaron Rappaport
1: is a douche. Oh, my oh! God. Oh! oh! shut it. That is a wrap.